the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless each and every one of you listeners. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I tell you what, the Holy Spirit's just moving me on so many things that's going on in my life and in my ministry because this is a ministry to me. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Bless and be with this message. Let the Holy Spirit control everything that I do. Give me the wisdom and the knowledge, but let the people absorb every bit of it. Let them live by Proverbs 1-5. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Help me to show them the light and the love that you have and the love that you have for that you want them to be the best person, the best everything that they do. And I give you the praise and the glory. Thank you, Father, each and every day. And I ask this in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I give you, I tell you what, uh, I wrote on uh, Facebook and I wrote some others. But uh, we're going to start out with something that I run across this morning about 5 o'clock. Reading the Bible. Romans 21, I'm sorry, Romans 6, 21. What benefit did you reap at the time from the things you now are ashamed of? Does that pertain to the car business? What did you reap at the time? Oh, man, I look so cool. My image looks so good. I'm going to make my friends jealous. Everybody's going to be upset that I'm in a brand new car or truck. I'm so thrilled. Oh, I just can't believe how awesome it is. And now you're ashamed of it. Are you ashamed of your payment? Are you ashamed of what you owe? My heart goes out. I tell you what, I talk to so many people every week. I had a young couple that's having a child, and they need a bigger car. And they bought this car, and their credit's decent. It's not no wreck. Hers is not good, and his is okay. But they owe $12,000 on a $25,000, car. And they And it's got some miles, 140,000 miles, and it's about the end of its life. And they're wanting the options. And they're wanting to turn it back, you know, because they just can't afford it. And they need something bigger for the family. And they need something that's got some life left into it. And it's just a battle, a constant battle for these people. And my heart goes out to them because it is so tough on them. And I see this every day. But, I mean, just think about owing 8000 too much. And so they've got these dealers that they went and, and talked to. And they, and they tell them, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we're going to take care of you. You know, you know but how do you absorb 8000 I explained to them that these guys will tell them a few lies. And they'll stretch it down the road. Now, they're ashamed of what they've done. They're ashamed of what they own. They're ashamed that they're struggling on it. And and they shouldn't be. They got in a trap that's over their head. And I'm talking about salespeople. Here I've got an article. I, I pulled it out that this dealership has won these, their own line. They teach dealers how to sell in their own line right now. You can go to YouTube, how to make a car deal, how to close a car deal, how to sell for more money, the best five tips, how to make the most money, how to be the best salesman. It's all on YouTube. Training for for dealers to be the best they can be. And sometimes that best they can be is not telling the truth. Or when is the truth a lie? When you know better. And all these salesmen know better. They're trained. When you know better, 
but you won't tell the truth. You know better how to take care of a customer, but you won't. You know better, but that almighty dollar is what you want. Overhead, overhead in every business is tremendous. It's a big factor in either making money or losing money. So overhead in these businesses in the last five years has exploded. But we don't we go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling, getting ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually ready to buy a car, to to buy a truck, to do anything. But we let our emotions, our pride, our desires, our feelings control our budget. And it, they don't pay for nothing. We let those things in our lives control our budget and put us in a bad position. We're ashamed of what we do sometimes. We're ashamed of how it's going down. And we, and we don't know where we're doing it. And what we're doing, how would he pay for it? And we have to struggle through this. Do you really think the Lord wants us to be in that situation? Does he want us to be, there's no money left in the end of the month? Is there, does he want to be in the relationship that's putting a struggle on our relationship, on our family, our family needs? That's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. And follow the easy process. I'm going to run through it real quick. You can go to the website and you can give me a call. Remember, I give my mobile number out the second half of the show. So get a pen and paper, get ready, and you write my mobile down. And you can call in here. We're ready to answer any question. There's no dumb questions. There's a million different questions, a million different opportunities, a million different options. So give us a call. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. Any kind of questions. Uh, I had a car dealer say, I'm so glad you brought up PAC. He said, you know, everybody needs to understand what PAC is. It's an extra cost on a vehicle that you have to pay. I'm going to explain abalorum tax. I've had several people say, why am I paying abalorum on tax? I said that's because you're paying on that dealership selling you that car because they don't want to pay the tax. Thank you, Ann Richards. She was a governor at the time. She's going to give all that money, all that tremendous amount of money. The schools, liar, liar, pants on fire. She's a politician and Democrat, too. But anyway, abalorum tax. I've had so many people ask me, what's abalorum tax? It's, it's not much money. I said, well, you're paying the dealership's tax form. Thank you. Aren't you just so proud of yourself? Oh, yeah. And Richards, I'm still mad about that deal. But anyway, and any questions? I mean, and then I had dealers tell me, said, Randy, thank you. I didn't know it's illegal to sell a car uh, with no emissions on it or a truck. I didn't know it was a $25,000 fine. These guys are in the business so consumed on making money, sometimes they miss the laws. Maybe they want to miss the laws. I don't know. And then I've had so many people tell me, you know, I found out you were right. The dealership would not give me a Carfax. It's because it was a bad one. And then I went and researched it and found out I bought a car that's been in an accident or two or three. I talked to a lady. She said, I'm so furious. No wonder the dealership told me that he didn't give out car faxes. The vehicle I bought had three accidents on it. And she said, then I took it to the body shop, and they showed me all three and all the damages on it. If they won't show you, I told you, and, and maybe you missed this, but dealers go to the auction and buy cars with bad Carfaxes because they can buy them a lot cheaper. New car dealers don't want them. They'll trade for them, but they don't want to go out and buy one to sell a, a can of worms. And so they'll, there's dealers that go out there and buy these cars with bad Carfaxes, and then they don't tell the customer, and they sell them for top dollar. They make a lot of money per unit. And there's nothing. sometimes there's nothing wrong with the car, and most of the time there's not. But you lose that value. You do if you want to sell the car right away. You you've got a tough situation there. But dealers take advantage of that. And if a dealer won't show you a Carfax, won't show you a, a auto a auto check, it's because they want to make a lot of money on you, and 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 do it illegally. Well, not illegally. It can be illegally. It you can try to fight them. 
But, you know, it's it's a battle. It's a battle. And uh, I'll tell you other stories about that. Carfax is not perfect, but they do a pretty good job. But go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Go to ftc.gov. Get your credit scores. Look at it. Study your credit. Go through it. Make sure what's paid for is paid for and it's off of there. Or if something that's a mistake or somebody that's trying to use your identity, steal your identity, make sure you go through it and go through it. FTC, that's franktommycharles.gov. After you've studied your credit, go talk to a bank, credit union. Get everything lined up. Fit your budget. See what the interest rate's going to be, what the total note's going to be, how long you're going to finance it, what's fair, what fits your budget. Study it hard. Then talk to your mechanic, talk to body shops, talk, go to Consumer Report, go online, look up recalls, look up uh, Consumer Reports, look up everything you can on the type of vehicle you're going to buy. Talk to the people that are driving that type of unit. Ask them if it's for sale. You know, I had a buddy of mine, and, I, and it's my fault. He has a truck, and it's getting a high on miles. I didn't think he wanted to sell it. And his company gave him a new vehicle to drive. He didn't need the unit anymore. He took it to CarMax, and he sold it to them. I'd have given 2000 more than they did on the vehicle, and I would have made money. But I didn't ask him. It's my fault. I should have said, you ever want to sell that truck? Because I knew how he'd take care of it, how he cleaned it up. He really did a great job on that vehicle. And I'd love to have it. But I didn't. You know, I wasn't thinking he'd ever sell the truck. He took pride in it. He cleaned it up. He serviced it well. And I thought, well, maybe he's going to keep it for hunting or whatever. But when he got this new vehicle, he took it over and sold it. When I found that out, I, I liked to cry. I said, man, you left 2000 on the table. You walked off from that. They made great money because I know they sold it like I would have sold it. I could have wholesaled it and made money. I want to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So after you've talked to everybody, asked everybody, Asked enough questions and make a decision on what you want to buy. Then you can shop the world in five minutes on the Internet. There's so many websites. It is growing. I remember when there was just AutoTrader, and I was the number one hit site in America. They, they flew in officials and uh, corporate to talk to me. How can a little old car lot like you have the number one hit site for five years on AutoTrader.com? I said, because I want to sell, and I'm a wholesaler. And I, I have low overhead. Low, remember, let's, let's talk about overhead. My overhead's low, and I'm even cutting it even more. We're trimming the fat off. You need to look at it every year or two and trim everything that's not working off, and I'm doing that. I'm not leaving the radio airs, even though it costs me back pocket national. I'm not leaving the radio airs because of the customers I'm getting. I'm buying their units. I'm selling a few units. I'm helping the people out. So now you've shop, shop, shop on the Internet everywhere. You know what your trade's worth because you go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car to me. I want to buy your car. I want to tell you what it's worth. You need a second opinion, third opinion, whatever. Be prepared just in case you're trading it in or you want to sell it. And if you want a hassle of the selling, then you know what I'll give and you add money to it. And I'll even tell you what to ask for. I had a guy in that had a real nice car the other day. And they owed, I offered him 8500 Well, they owed ten. He said, what can I ask for it and sell it? I said, don't go past ten, nine, first person hits ten. You're out, you escape, you walk off, and you're happy. He said, yeah. I said, and don't forget, if they've got a trade in order to buy your car, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, describe that vehicle. I'll make an offer on the car. Maybe I can buy, and I've done a lot of this lately. I buy their car so they can buy your car. That's another option. That's another opportunity. That's another way of thinking about that. But I, are you ashamed of what you're doing? Are you ashamed that you made those decisions? How many times have you walked out of a dealership? And, of course, they're not going to apologize for burying you. They're not going to apologize for selling you a different car. They're not going to apologize for... We had, we had a listener about a year and a half ago call in, and he's... His wife goes down to get her oil changed, and they convince her that this 50,000-mile car that looks like new is about to fall completely apart, and you need another one, lady. And so they sold this lady a new car. Wow. Of course, they hammered her on the, in, on the interest. She had excellent credit. Her husband had excellent credit. 
and having her own interest, having her own extended warning, having her own F&I. And she had quite a bit of equity because she didn't need F&I. She don't put that many miles on it. She gets home with this brand-new car. Her husband lights up. Man, he is hot. He's hot at her. He's hot at the dealership. He tells her she's never changing her all again. He don't trust her going down to no dealership. That's how awesome, how well-trained they are. You slide in there for an oil change, and before you know it, they're signing you up on a brand-new car. Oh, isn't it wonderful? Yeah, that 50,000-mile car that they stole from you. They tra- they took this car in and didn't give her enough, and I guarantee you they retail it, made three, 4000 on it. But they're trained to do that. They need that money coming in. Remember, it takes about a million and a half a month to open up most dealerships new car dealerships, and independent used car dealerships, the big box stores, and we've got four more coming to San Antonio and one in New Brunswick, and they make money. How? Well, just like those little glass houses. They don't have no service, no parts, no nothing away making money. They got super high-dollar overhead because of the land they're on, the taxes they pay, and the building they've got. They got to make a lot of money on every unit they buy. And I see where they buy, and I see what they do, and I see what they advertise. I can't believe people pay those kind of prices. But let me tell you, Bubba, it's your money. You do whatever your little heart desires. I guarantee you, you can just throw it out in the street because I'm going to tell you something. When you sign them papers and it's yours, you just do sometimes three, four, five thousand out in the street. It, it got burned. Just light it up and burn it up. It, put it on your next campfire or whatever. But I tell you, I'm here to explain to you that you can make better decisions. Hey, we want dealerships to make money, 5, 6, 8, 10%. We love giving a real estate salesman that don't hardly do nothing 6% to sell a piece of property or buy a piece of property. Well, dealerships need to make money just in order to stay open because if not, if they don't stay open, I guess we're going to be doing it all online. They're going to have service centers. You're going to go online, buy a new car, and they're going to drop it off, and you go to a service center and pick it up. That's what they'd love to have, you know, because they, they know that these it's a it's love-hate relationship with manufacturers and dealers. They need the dealers. The dealers need the manufacturers. Manufacturers scared the dealers of making too much money. Interest-free loans. That's a question that I've got emailed to me a lot lately. How do they make money on interest-free loans? I got news for you. There's so much profit in it, they can they buy down the note. Or they own it already if you finance with Chrysler, if you finance with Jim AC or Ford. They got, they got that much money. What do you do with money? Hey, when you've got so much money, what do you do with money? You've got to invest it. So why not sell a new car, a new truck, get it interest-free, write down your profit a little bit because you're building more, you're selling more parts. Oh, man, parts. I tell you what, you can run down to one of these stores lately and buy you a piece of plastic. It'll fit in your front pocket, and I've done this lately a bunch, and it'd be four or $500 in order for it to run. Or like that Mitsubishi Boxman I told you about, I bought one of them. And, oh, man, the check engine lights on it, and I had it sold. Come to find out, they don't make that part. You can't get that part. You can't fix the unit right and legally. So I wholesale the unit, send it down the road. Sometimes we get in traps. Dealers get in traps. We all get in traps. New car dealers get in traps. And they, you've got to be really on your game when you're buying and selling cars because a little mistake Used to cost us hundreds. Now it costs us thousands. A little mistake to you can cost you thousands. And if a big mistake will cost you ten thousand. How hard do you work for ten thousand? How much tax money do they take out for ten thousand when you're working? Tremendous amount, right? Well, that's part of it. You got to understand what you're spending, what you're doing, what the total cost is. Benefit. How big is benefit in your life? I run across that in the Bible today, and that's Romans 6.22. Look that up. What have you benefited lately? What is the benefit in life? What's your purpose in life? Is it to stay broke all your life, or is it your image? Is it, oh, man, I got to look cool, Bubba. Man, I want to buy them 
friend of mine bought him a brand new Camaro, and what's the first thing he did? He went and spent twenty five hundred on aftermarket wheels and tires, and guess what? They gave him a whole five hundred for his trade-in brand new tires, brand new wheels. Oh man, he only paid two thousand difference, but did it help the car's value? No, no, it didn't help the car's value. I personally think it looks ugly, but here's a guy that's got big payments. And he scrams, he gathers up all the spare cash he can and buys $2,000 worth of wheels. He got to have the image. He got to look good, brothers to everybody. And this guy's a great friend of mine. We've known each other for a pretty good time. I said, why in the world do you want to do that to a brand new car? I like the factory wheels better. Oh, no, I like these wheels. It really makes it stand out. Well, now, guess what? We're a year down the road, and he's ready to sell it. Needs to get rid of that high payment. Oh, man, did your image cause you to buy something your budget can't afford, your back pocket can't afford, and your Uncle Sam's getting his part? You know, we got partnerships for life. We got Uncle Sam that's going to get his share. And then we got, if you own a piece of property, guess what? You never own it. You owe taxes. I just sold a piece of property in New Brunswick. Everybody told me, I thought you were going to keep that forever. I said, no. The Dodge dealership needed to complete their dealership. And I didn't want to pay the taxes time they built up around me. They said, why? I said, yeah. I said, stop and think about it. They're going to put this great big Dodge dealership around my property. They're going to put big old fence around it, block us off, which is fine. That's their business. But the time they got through, they're going to make my value of my property go up, and it's, it's not productive. I want to be productive. I want my properties to be productive. Yes, I'm on that property for 40 years, but I'm not... If if I'm spending forty fifty thousand a year in taxes, and ten years from now, do you, I mean, do you want to pay a half a million in taxes for a piece of property that doesn't is not productive? I, I own a lot of I own some real estate, not a lot of real estate. I own a little real estate that is productive, brings in rent, and and I want to make the right decisions with my money. I work hard for my money, and I want to. That's why I. I brought in learn to buy and sell cars dot com. You work hard paying for your vehicle. You need to know what it's worth. You need a second opinion. You need a professional opinion. Man, I'm auction will tell you I'm one of the top wholesalers and have been there since nineteen sixty eight. Some of y'all wasn't even born in nineteen sixty eight. I started buying and selling cars actually when I was fourteen, but you've heard that story before and I'll repeat it maybe in a month or two. In fact I talked to some people at Cornerstone Church last night. I went to see T D Jakes, one of my mentors. I listened to him constantly. And uh, I told him I've been buying and selling cars for four since I was fourteen years old. But I want to make a better decision. I want to be wise with my money. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to throw it off. I want to make a better decision. What fits my budget, my family, my needs? You know, there's no telling what I'll drive. I want to drive what's productive, what's not going to cost me a lot of money. I put a lot of miles on a vehicle, chasing cars down, going to look at stuff, trying to buy stuff. And I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. Trying to buy a 56 Ford truck right now that doesn't run, hadn't run in 20 years. I offered $4,000 for it. So there's no telling what I'll buy. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, I buy RVs and campers. I just bought, uh, sold an RV this week and bought an RV, bought, uh, trying to buy some campers from some people because, and we'll talk a little bit about that next hour, because excitement and intentions, what is, how does that play in your purchases? Excitement and intention. Think about that for a moment, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Remember, I'm going to get your pen and paper. I'm going to give you my mobile the next half hour, and we're going to talk more about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. This is Randy Adams. Thank you, KSLR, the word, 630 a.m. in San Antonio. Thank Baron and Barry. Barry's my producer today. Thank you. He does a great job. And we've got Michael, the general manager, who let this little old car guy on amongst a bunch of preachers. Can you imagine that? How do you get by that with corporate? I hope he didn't take his pistol with him and threaten him or anything to let this car dealer in the middle of preachers. But I, I tell you what, I love the word. It's helped me 
mentally, physically, and spiritually. Hey, this is the Holy Spirit show, not mine today and every day. I tell you, we have to surrender ourselves, but do we surrender ourselves and our desires and keeping up with the Joneses? God bless you. I'll be right back. Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to us and go to my website, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy RVs, I buy campers, uh, anything legal. That's what counts for me. I just want it to be legal. Um, and I help so many people out because I want to give you options. I want you to understand exactly what you're doing on your next purchase. And, uh, Right now, there's so many people that are advertising uh, where you can come in and they'll sell you camper, your RV, you know, consignment lots. And you they'll work you hard. They've got tremendous overhead, believe it or not. And they're sitting there selling your product, and they're going to work you harder than they're going to work the buyer. So you've got to be prepared for that. You've got to understand that. That's why I buy a lot of units off of the lots that are that uh, consign motorhomes and, and campers. Why? Because they won't buy them. And the person needs to sell them. Now, if they're way too cheap, those consignment lots will buy them. But if there's not any way that they, there's any kind of gamble at all, they'll back off of it. So keep that in mind. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't care what it is. Uh, I'm selling a 68 Camaro convertible right now. Uh, we just I've got the nicest conversion van in the country, one of the Explorers. I mean, it's a 16 with 5,000 miles, the raised roof, the big TV, all the right stuff. It's an awesome, awesome unit. So that's the key. What do you want to buy? What do you want? We've got all kinds of stuff available. But I'm a full-service wholesaler. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, I buy salvage. I buy flood cars. We're Right now we're getting geared up to send flood cars to Africa. They want them. I don't want them. I want them sold. I, I, with you know, I, my, one of my sayings is, if the motor's cooled off, I've owned it too long. Well, these flood cars, most of them don't run. I don't want them more than about thirty minutes. I want to purchase them, line it up, ship it wherever it's going, Africa, um, overseas, wherever, because they need cars. Believe it or not, they love to see these high dollar cars over there, twenty five cents on the dollar, and that's wholesale figure, not retail, not new, you know. It's not if you're looking at a $100,000 Mercedes. What's it worth wholesale today? Maybe thirty. So a $100,000, thirty now, let's get 25% of the 30 not the $100,000 original price. So that's it all gets in the factor of money. What is it worth? You know, and we were just talking about a Kia Soul. Kia Souls are cheap. They're good cars for 150,000 miles, just like I was talking about that family that needs a bigger car. But you got to know what the market is. Uh, a barber that I go to, he bought one, used, and he could have bought a new one for what he bought the used one for. He couldn't believe it. I pulled up on my phone what the sales, actual sales at the auctions for that unit he bought. 
He bought a 14 Kia Soul. But I showed him what dealers were paying for him, and he paid 8000 more for a used Kia Soul than that. You've got to know what the market is. You've got to know what's going on, or you'll make a serious mistake. So he made $8,000. Well, probably dealer would have made 1500 2000 so he made a $6,000 mistake. How many? How much hair does he need to cut for $6,000 and Uncle Sam get his part? That's all in the game. It's a money game. We keep score with money, and it's your money we keep score with. It's just like a football. I told you, you're standing up against a well-trained. You're standing up against the Dallas Cowboys. Little OU. They got coaches, trainers. They've been in training. They've been all life training. And that's a new surgeon goes to school for eight years. Car dealer goes to school forever. Hey, I got in an email the other day that told me, said, man, we got the latest, greatest way of making more money. And it's another one of those deals. We'll try it for 60 days, and after 60 days, we'll sign you up for two years if we don't move your profit margin up 30%. That's a guarantee. They're so convinced that they can convince us how to make more money off the customers. But they understand that we need to make more money because overhead goes up. Everybody else is going, overhead's going up. I'm working getting mine down. As low as it can. I've always had super low overhead, but I want it even lower. Why? Why do you want to give your money away, your hard-earned money? And that's the key to this business, and that's why it's exploded, and training's exploded, technology's exploded, and availability to you is is exploded. But they, but people don't take it. They jump up one Saturday morning, say, "Oh, honey, let's go buy us a new car," and they take off. No research, no work, no nothing. They should have spent the last 120 days before they made that decision. They need to check out what they want to buy, what fits their budget, what fits everything. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow my easy process that I've told you about. You know, and here, here's another article, another car magazine I'm putting on Facebook, Randy Adams. It says here, doing our part. Development of the showroom salespeople. Oh, yeah. This guy, you know, doing our part is the salesman part. This magazine's for salesmen. This magazine's for car dealers. Goes to car dealers. Don't go to individuals. Let's do our part by encouraging our salespeople to push hard. Let's push hard for the finance opportunity to execute a strong turnover. Strong turnover your money into their pocket. Doing so guarantees these customers will likely return, and the sales staff will be ready to direct them back to your office the next time. Good luck. Keep closing. That's your money they're after. I get articles after articles that's that's after every available dollar. The phone number here is 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. And my mobile, for any information, for any anything at all, want to talk to me, give me a call, want to sell me something, want to know what something's worth, 830-708-4789. I made, uh, I'll give you a, in, in just a minute. met a gentleman at 1604 and uh, 281. At 6 o'clock, that was Wednesday night, a gentleman wanted to sell his vehicle, work real close to making that deal. He owes $7,500 and offered him $5,500, but he's already bought another vehicle. Come to find out, the dealership offered him $4,000. I'm $1,500 above the dealership. They wanted to give him $4,000. I wanted to get $5,500, but he owes $7,500. So he's trying to sell his own, and I told him, I said, you know, there's a possibility you can get your $7,500 and not have to come out of your pocket. So he's working real hard on selling. If not, he's going to call me up. We'll probably meet somewhere in San Antonio, and we'll do the deal, or he'll come to my office in New Brownsville. I'm just uh, 10 minutes, 11 minutes from 1604 on uh, I-35 north of 1604. So I'm not far. I have a lot of people just drive out to meet me. They all expect me to be about six foot six. I'm only five six, so 
I don't know. Everybody thinks I'm, I'm super big or tall. I don't know. I don't understand it. I guess it's my voice. I don't know. I've drank. I never smoked. Drank a lot of coffee in my life, so maybe that's made me sound older. So I can meet you sometimes in, in, over at sixteen oh four and two eighty one at Walmart there. But you know, here's an opportunity. He bought one without doing his homework first. You know, he should have known exactly where he sits and worked that dealer a little harder on his trade, maybe, and saved a little tax money or whatever. So you've got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually when you go into this battle. And he loves the the vehicle that he bought. That's fine. And he bought it from a pretty decent dealership. Not the worst, not the best. But, you know, and I was talking about image, excitement, intentions on buying a vehicle and RVs. So many people look think about the past. And I, I love camping. I love getting out. I love outdoors. and uh, But I buy and sell campers, and I have all my life. And so I had, I've had bought a bunch of them lately. People call me. I'll give you my mobile, 830-708-4789. Give me a call anytime, answer any questions. And they call me, and they buy these things intending to really use them and really are excited about it. And their intentions are they're going to spend a lot of family time. You need to figure out if your family can be there or if you're going to be out there by yourself. And if you're out there by yourself, that's fine. Spend the time, quality time with yourself, improving yourself, being productive and, and growing and understanding. But so many people buy them and they never use them. And let me tell you something about RVs. The roof is going to leak someday. Not today, but someday. And when you're buying one, you need to look and see if it's been fixed. You know, you're going to see a lot of water stains on roofs on RVs and campers. That's part of it. So you need to look. So you need any help on one of those, give me a call. Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. Love to talk to you. We're going to talk another about uh, fear can and does immobilize you, the size of the job, the risk, and or the pressure of the situation can cause you to freeze and do nothing and make a bad decision. Fear not. You just need a little more education. Fear not. You need to pray about it. Fear not. You, be, you need to be mentally and physically prepared. And that's the key because God tells us not to fear not. And, I, you know, we got to trust in him. And we learn to trust in Him. And that's the best opportunity. So that's the key. Get in prayer. Get the Holy Spirit involved. Get wisdom and knowledge. Ask for it and you shall receive. Thank you for calling LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Thank you, Stephen. This is Randy Adams. How are you doing today? I am great. I love your show. I love listening to you. you got a good spirit. But I got a car problem. All right. I got a 2000 Infinity, clean inside and outside. I got a power steering leak. And they said the the rack and pinion seal is leaking. Right. I'm done with the car. I got another car. What's the best thing to do with this car right now? Sell it. Yeah, but how? Do I fix it? Do I try? Do I, you know, I'm going to tell them it's got this problem. Yeah, I agree. You know? I'd buy it. So I, buy, I buy a lot of cars with a lot of problems. In fact, uh, North Park Lexus called me with uh, an older car with a bad transmission the other day, and I'm trying to help them out on it. But no, that's fixable. But what did they tell you about 1300 to fix it? Yeah, well, they said maybe you could buy a kit for 250 but if you bought the parts alone, it's four to five, and then you got to install, so you're up there. Yeah. You know, and and I don't know what the car's worth. It's a How many miles? It's got about 200,000 miles. And what series is it, 45 or 35? An I-30. 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 Car's yeah. probably worth, with those many miles, somewhere between three and 500. And are you saying you, with the damage? With, like mean, it is, like it have. is. Okay. Okay. And All I'd right. be a buyer in that area if you want to sell it. I'd look at okay. it and probably meet you somewhere or something. What side of town do you live on? 
North, uh, south? By the airport. Okay. Airport, no, yeah. well, I'm, I'm down around there all the time. So, yeah, I'll okay. get you sometime, and that way you wouldn't have to drive it. How bad is it leaking? Not bad. Just After enough. drive it for a while, a couple yeah. of drops. It yeah, I don't put much fluid at all in it. Yeah, give me a call on my mobile if you want to sell it. I'll be glad to try to buy it. All right. Well, I was looking for something to do with it. It's parked in the garage. I appreciate it. You want it out of the garage? Thank you. I tell the stories about wives wanting cars out of their garage. I usually (laughs) usually talk to them. Oh, yeah, sell it. I want it out of my garage. That's it. Hey, I'm a garage person. I love my garage. I can tell you that. I I used to keep it cleaner than most ladies' houses. I don't have the time to keep it up, but thank you, Stephen, for calling Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Yeah, the, keep it up. Keep, keep helping people. Randy. I'm, I'm trying my best. Thank you, Stephen. I hope it's want to make a difference in your life. And that's that's the key. Fear. Fear not. Fear not what you got. It's, you know, we want to start today making better decisions from now on, just in case you're ashamed of those last. And that's in Romans six twenty one. If you're ashamed of that last purchase, that last choice, that last decision, it's time to change your life. You know, I've, I've had a drastic, drastic change in my life. Twenty two. Well, actually, a little longer than that. But actually, in 87, it, I started changing. But you can change right now. Not let your emotions, not let your fears control you. I mean, and that's the key. You know, that's what happened to that lady that went and got her oil changed. These salespeople put the fear of her car being wore out with 50,000 miles. It had another 150,000 in life left. But, oh, no, you're about to have to spend a lot of money. You're, this thing's not going to last forever. This, that, and the other. They put fear in it. What happened? She froze up. She got fearful. She didn't she didn't talk to anybody else. These are experts and they come off as experts. They're trained to be experts. And they're trained to sell you. And they know to push this lady's button. Here she's got a car that's four or five years old. She's putting 10,000 miles a year on it. It still looks like new. There's no problems with it. She's just trying to get her oil changed. And they put her in a brand new car. At a tremendous amount, and and got her trade at a at a cheap price. Her husband lit up, and I don't blame him. But see, they know how to put fear in your mind. They know how to put you in that situation where you you're scared that something might happen. You might be broke down out on the road, you know. And they'll tell you, you know, this can happen at any time. You're liable to be sitting out on the road, nobody around, and they know how to. To make you freeze in every situation in your life. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Trust in the Lord. Be your best. Do whatever it takes to go to that next level. You need that next level. You need to be where you're at right now and go to that next level. I want you to go to about 10 levels on purchases, whether it's intentions, you know, intentions to do something, or just anything. Intentions. Hey, desires, there's so many emotions that we have, so many feelings, so many different directions that we're pulled about. But, you know, we're always getting pulled in some kind of direction. So uh, do we have a caller online, Barry? And so we want you not pulled in those directions. We want you to react into those reactions and those situations. Well, I want you to see what's going on. I want you to see how that salesman's trying to put fear And if that doesn't work for you on the fear, then they go to pushing your image button. You're keeping up with the Joneses button. How can the world they figure out what you can afford when they they don't know your budget? They don't know your needs. They don't know your family. They don't know your situation. So we have a caller online. Thank you for calling in, Carlos. How you doing? Mr. Rondi, good morning to you. God bless you. Thank you for the program. And everything, I talked to you before. I have a little problem with a friend of mine. Okay. He just bought a car from a dealer, and barely he was leaving the place, the car broke down. I'm talking about half of a mile. 
can we do something? Um, I tell the guy he never drove it, nothing, and the car broke down, and he tried to talk to the dealer, but the dealer don't put attention. What well, we can do in that, Mr. Randy? Oh, that's a tough situation. It's all up to the dealer, Carlos. I mean, you just got to work on them. And, you know, what's right's right. They should fix that car. Uh, you know, if they've got any kind of conscience, and most of them don't, they should fix that car. Did he pay cash or was it finance? Uh, well, uh, I think it was finance because he drove it with his wife. He was waiting for his wife. They picked it up, and as soon as one block later she was following him, the car broke down. They called me and they go, look, let me call Mr. Randy because... If it's finance, let me see if we can kick a bag or do something like that. Well, so leg- legally, he signed an as-is warranty, which most dealers use. They don't want any responsibility. But this guy, this being buy here, pay here, in order for him to get his payments, he needs to help this customer and get it going because that's a lot of dealers that way. Now, there's some new car dealers the same way. Because I know of a friend of mine that bought a unit, and the transmission went out two weeks later. And they told him, tough, we're not fixing nothing. And it's a new car dealer. So you got to know who you're dealing with, how they're presenting themselves, how they'll back up stuff, and ask questions. You know, and yes, it's an as-is, and I'm buying it as-is, and I understand that. But, I mean, if something happens the next week or two, are you going to help me? At least get it fixed. Is you, do you have a mechanic? Do you have a, ma- a mechanic on hand? You got to ask a lot more questions because in this situation, legally, the dealer probably had an as-is warranty sticker signed, and he's going to throw his hands up. He's going to pick the car up, swallow the down payment, and fix the car and sell it to somebody else. And so you've got to ask more questions. Be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually when you're dealing with somebody, and and see if you can look up. You know, social media has really shown so many people the bad parts, and I, I got. You know, you, there's a small percentage of people you're not going to make happy ever. You know, I sold a, a Harley-Davidson motorcycle to a guy and told him what was wrong with it, and it got to him, and when the part was there, I told him exactly what was going to take place, this, that, and the other, and we sent him the part ahead. In other words, I sent the motorcycle, he's called shipping, but we bought the part and we sent it to him. Overnighted. Well, the part got there before the motorcycle. Motorcycle got there, and then he badmouthed me for uh, not putting the part on, and I told him it was on order. So, you know, there's social media. They can get on the line and, and say, hey, I've had a bad experience with this dealer. Social media may force him into fixing it. So I'm sorry about it, but legally there's nothing they can do. Next time they need to... Talk to the man. Hey, they need to save up cash and buy a, buy a car for cash is the best way to do it. Thank you, for Carlos. Thank you, Carlos, for calling hey, in. Hey, Randy, sorry. Yes, uh, Stephen had called back yeah. and was asking about, you were talking about that lady in her oil change had a problem. He wanted to know where does do we go to get a better deal, a good deal on an oil change that we can trust? Just anywhere. I mean, there's quick lubes, express lubes, a lot of places like that. Even the dealerships, the dealership's usually a little higher. But the, the key to that is is that you spend your money where, you know, shop, 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 talk to the people, what witness. But she went to the dealership, see, and the dealership had salesmen go out there. They work the, the uh, They don't work the body shop. But they work all the service and the parts departments. The salesmen hang around there to see if they can sell, switch a person from fixing the car to selling the car. And they, they sell a lot of cars that way. I tell the dealerships to work the body shops, and they don't. I buy a lot of late model wreck cars because there's people that don't want to buy, don't want, they have an accident. They don't want to drive their car wrecked, number one, so they got to get it fixed. They don't want to drive a, fi- a fixed car because they're not certain about it, and they've got an ill feeling about it. I had a lady tell me, she said, you know, I got so frustrated and mad, I just didn't want to ever drive that car again. So what they do, not fix it, take the insurance money, don't wait on the body shop and see how it turns out, take the insurance money, take my bid, and buy them a new car. A gentleman wrecked his new Lexus. He was so mad at himself. It was a $90,000 Lexus, and he had $30,000 damage. Well, they they wouldn't total it. So uh, Lexus called me, and they said, go over there and make an offer on the cars. North Park Lexus, I do a lot of business with them. And so 
I go over there and I look at the vehicle and I make an offer. He looked at the insurance money he got and it cost him a little money, but he was sick of the car. It was a bad situation and he wanted a new car and he could afford it. Two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. He could afford another new one. So he he didn't want to wait on that one getting fixed. He didn't want to wait on see how it's going to turn out. And he didn't want to have to fight the bad Carfax if he wanted to trade it in the next two or three years. So he traded it in, got him a new one. I bought the wrecked one. Actually, I, I sold it. I had a body shop waiting on it. And his wife, the guy, the body shop wife, called me and thanked me on her Lexus and said if I found another one like it, she had a friend that wanted me to buy it for her, send it to her husband so she could fix it and put her in it. But there's all kinds of options on in vehicles in life, and you just got to be prepared. Now, you know, you can take your vehicle, but I'd shop price. Now, these lifetime warranties, you've got to change your oil at the dealership because that's figured in. They overcharge you on lifetime warranties five to six times what you can buy a warranty for. And they are, they're trained to make you do things, and they – there's nothing. There's no free rides in this world. There's no free rides in the car business, especially because the do it costs so much money to be in business. Of course, I told the owner one time when he climbed all over me. He said, uh, "You're talking bad about the." I said, "I'm not talking about the arms. Telling the truth. That if I told a lie." And he said, "No." I said, "Is it my fault that you've got a fifty million dollar business? No. Is it my fault you've got a million and a half a month overhead that you've got to pay every month? No. Is it my fault that you got?" 300 employees? No. I said, well, then, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? He said, well, you're explaining what really is going on in the car business, and you're making us look bad. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't do it. I said, you caused that. You, got, you made that decision to get in the business. That's all part of it. God bless you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. RVs, motorhomes, cars, infinities. It don't matter what it is. I want to buy them all. I'll give you an offer on it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. But at least I'll give you an option, and I'll give you a second opinion. God bless you. Give me a call. This is Randy Adams. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.